0: Shanks at the right side by Howden. Rebound side of the goal. They
1: have scored. Howden did make it home. Vegas wins in overtime. Live from the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studios and live at LVSportsNetwork.com. This one is over. 6-0. A
2: shutout victory in game six for the Vegas Golden Knights. For the second time in six seasons, the Golden Knights will play for the Stanley Cup.
1: This is the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show. Your destination for inside access with the team, exclusive player interviews, and breaking news from around the National Hockey League. Here's your hosts, Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace.
0: Welcome in. Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Ryan Wallace, Darren Millard, hanging out inside T-Mobile Arena, radio broadcast booth, Chris Chapman back inside the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas Studios. Finley Chevrolet on the 215, home of the... Woo!
2: High above ringside. Yes, we're at T-Mobile Arena in the broadcast booth, and we are looking forward to the start of the Stanley Cup Final in about 25 hours from now. Listen to this right now. Just listen. That is anticipation. And in 26 hours, this building is going to be in a much different place as they uh, fine-tune the ice and get things prepped with all the logos uh, into the frozen floor of the fortress. The logos are up on the Nitron, the Stanley Cup 2023 logo separating the Vegas Golden Knights and the Florida Panthers uh, logos. And it's all set up. A massive media in attendance for the final opportunity to speak with the players and the coaches the networks putting their content together for the start of this series that will feature the first time meeting between the vegas golden knights and the florida panthers a whole bunch happening in and around this arena today
0: yeah a total frenzy earlier on this this afternoon and right now it's the calm right the calm in the building before the storm of of what we anticipate will be a very, very hard fought uh, and, and entertaining Stanley Cup
2: final. Uh, with the, you talk about goaltending, whether you're talking about the uh, forwards or the defensive matchups, uh, the coaches uh, are very intriguing in this uh, situation, and the franchises themselves. Uh, Florida has been building towards this, and then took a step back in order to try to take three steps forward. And the the Vegas Golden Knights coming off their first uh, playoff list season in franchise history largely due to injuries have regrouped. So there's uh, there's some different paths that have been taken in this uh, but you really get the feeling that both teams do believe in what they've done to get here. It's not a 17th ranked team overall. The Florida Panthers, it's more like the team that won the President's Trophy a year ago and then uh, found their belief uh, during the Stanley Cup postseason and the Golden Knights, despite despite all the great talent that they've had, uh, certainly uh, in going to uh, three Final Fours prior to this year, uh, have come together with the most balanced team that we've seen in Stanley Cup playoff history in a long time.
0: Yeah, for sure. You look at the Golden Knights and, and certainly this team, if you... Look up four-line teams trusting in, in really every single position on the ice. I, I think you'd be hard-pressed to find uh, a different iteration of the Golden Knights that you would trust any more than, than the, the, the version that you have right now in the Stanley Cup Final. You've got great centers up and down the lineup. You've got great contributions from your goaltending department all year long, but specifically here in the Stanley Cup playoffs. And then you've got arguably, if if not the best blue line, one of the best blue
2: lines in the National Hockey League. But you look at Vegas and you wonder, in any other year, would this be possible? If you just took a, a step back and looked at Vegas from 30,000 feet, not having watched the Golden Knights a- every night, will you believe that the Vegas Golden Knights are in the Stanley Cup final without a 30-goal score with uh, a goaltender that did not start the playoffs? And with uh, with a situation in which they're coming off missing the playoffs last year, would you believe that? And in some cases, if if you were going to look at it through neutral eyes and not having watched them every night, you go, "That's a big surprise."
0: Yeah, I mean, it, if you're if you're not somebody that is kind of clued in on this team all year long, you're probably asking yourse- yourself, "How did you get here, right? How did this Golden Knights team?" find a way to work through the adversity that they faced in the regular season how did they find a way to start multiple goaltenders in the postseason and still get to this point i I don't think that you know the circumstances that they dealt with and and worked through this year were insurmountable simply because they have they've overcome it to this point but you know the fact of the matter is I, i think we look at the golden knights and and you know as we heard kelly mccrimmon kind of talk about earlier today this is a team that has continued to build and continued to try to put the pieces together in order to get back to this moment and be better equipped in this moment. And I I think however improbable it it was based on the circumstances of the season, I'd argue that this Golden Knights team is better equipped this time around.
2: Well, when you look at the additions and the stature of the additions, when they were in the bubble, they didn't have Alex Petrangelo Mm -hmm. or Jack Eichel. They return to the Stanley Cup final this time, being pushed over the the, uh, hump by strong play by a superstar forward in Jack Eichel. And no, there's not a 30-goal score uh, on this team, but uh, if they put a play a full schedule, that would have happened. But at the playoff time, when everybody has been largely healthy, Mm. uh, he's been in there top half of, of the forwards. And Alice Petrangelo is a minute muncher uh, who has had a dramatic impact in this postseason. In the Winnipeg series, he was very instrumental in turning that set around in game number two. Mm -hmm. And in the Edmonton series, we know the type of uh, target that he wore against the Oilers. Uh, He answered for that. Uh, He served uh, that that penalty. But it also, I think, galvanized this team in a lot of ways. And that's in and around all the contributions on the ice. So you had a star defenseman and a stud up front and those are the two big differences from playoffs in the past, having both of those players uh, in a postseason for the first time. For sure. When when it comes to Alex Petrangelo
0: and, and what he brings to the table, just so steady. And you know what? He, he's the type of player that if he he's not liking – the direction from an emotional standpoint, he's not afraid to mix it up and bring his team into the fight. And we saw that in the Winnipeg series. We certainly saw that in the Edmonton series. And a a huge catalyst for the Golden Knights beyond what he does on the ice, uh, but also off the ice. And then in terms of Jack Eichel, I I mean, I've gushed about his game Pretty much all all year long. I was the one talking back checks in preseason, and we're sitting here talking about Jack Eichel being an impactful player, even if he's not putting the puck in the back of the net himself. The play that he made the Jonathan Martius in Game 2 against Dallas was a turning point in that series for the Vegas Golden Knights. I firmly believe that. He was a little bit unlucky in terms of finishing against Dallas, but it was just a phenomenal force for the Golden Knights.
2: I'm not going to apologize for banning you talking about
1: backchecks in well, preseason. Care. It doesn't matter there's, if you're going to apologize. There's no way
2: that backcheck should be a conversation in the preseason. Is when but it's Jack in, into the Stanley Cup playoffs, it's an important part of the game uh, when you're making plays that uh, that grow your game. And we've witnessed that from a couple of different players uh, playing up in, in the lineup. Brett Houghton. Mm-hmm. I think has made incredible strides. Michael Amadio has handled being in and out of the lineup uh, with great production every time he's been thrown back in, and that includes the Stanley Cup playoffs. So there's depth that play up in the lineup, and then you've got your fourth line, and Nick Waugh is uh, a guy. Th- and that line, mm-hmm. when, when it was together and it was going good, with Keegan Colasar and Will Carrier, we actually vaulted them up mm-hmm. and, and established them and ranked them as the third line. We, we changed the order in that because they were so productive and, and so efficient. Uh, their, their happiest place, their comfort level is uh, a, as a fourth line, but the contributions that they were able to get out of them. And uh, you talk about the the growth in game uh, games and series and years. The additions of Petrangelo and Eichel are marquee, mm. but then you've got the evolution of players who have been around here for a little bit, mm-hmm. and two of the most pointed evolutions uh, in in the dressing room are probably Nick Hag and Zach Whitecloud, who play together. They, they, they've gone through this a, a couple of times. Uh, Whitecloud was around in 2018. Uh, but uh but not part of the the, the roster uh Hague has played his uh, his way onto this team uh, coming up from the American Hockey League and they have blossomed mm-hmm. into a very responsible part of this blue line and they are with no disrespect uh, and I'm not trying to uh cast any shade on on the other four because they're 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 top four defensemen in McNabb and Theodore and Martinez and Petrangelo. They are uh, incredible in what they do. But a lot of teams have good top four. What makes this the best blue line in the National Hockey League is Zach Whitecloud and Nick Mm Haig because of their abilities and the uh, ability to level off any kind of... Uh, perceived drop off, and there's usually always big drop off between your first pair and your third pair. There's there's very little drop off uh, on this team. Uh, Bruce uh, Cassidy uh, said the other day uh, to me on the Chirp podcast, uh, talking about these guys, and he said they can they can play, they can play more, uh, and maybe the other guys wouldn't like that. Mm-hmm. That the top four. But these guys can play more, and I think that uh, should be also uh, really noted and recognized is the uh, evolution of, of a Hag and a White Cloud within this organization.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, you, you need those contributions. You need those players to kind of break in and and be impactful and be important. And, you know, with Nick Hague and, and Zach White Cloud, they've played a lot of hockey together. There's synergy between the two of them as a duo, as a pair, on the ice, but I, I also think that you know you look at the appetite to want to do more, to understand what your role is, but to want to chip in in any way that you possibly can to get more out of your game individually and collectively. And I think those two players have that. Um, and you know, Nick Hag, I, I think, has taken massive strides this year. I think that he's been one of those players that has embraced the physical edge of the playoffs. And really use that to get himself engaged and get his team engaged. The fight with Darnell Nurse being a a prime example of that. And when you've got a player that has those physical skills, when that part unlocks, he becomes really hard to play against.
2: For everybody's awareness, today was media day at the 2023 Stanley Cup Final. It happens the day before, game number one at every championship series that the National Hockey League uh, puts on. Uh, The home team goes first and then the visiting team is marched out in front of the media and in some cases a player will have his own pod or little stage. In others uh, you'll be up there with a teammate and you'll be fielding questions uh, from the media. We've got some of those visits for you over the next two hours of the VGK Insider Show as the Golden Knights and the Florida Panthers went through this, uh, this i uh, adventure of talking to uh, media from all over the world. Uh, you've got your locals, you've got your nationals, uh, you've got your national networks uh, that also do uh, a lot of sit down uh, interviews for their content and then international media. Uh, but uh, for for the Vegas the Knights, you had a couple of uh, different situations today. And uh, I'm not sure what you experienced down there, uh, Ryan, as we were all running around trying to do our uh, respective uh, duties. Uh, there's a, there's a couple of uh, things that jumped out. One, uh, Alec Martinez
1: mm-hmm.
2: at, the, at his podium. And he was one of those players that was with a, a teammate and that teammate was Jonathan Quick. Mm-hmm. And I just thought that was uh, a great synergy, and I don't know whether it was the National Hockey League's call uh, because they, <laughs> they do run so much of, of what happens. This uh, Nadia Garrett Calloway, uh, Indy Shea, uh, PR and communications with the Vegas Golden Knights uh, handle everything all year, but uh, the National Hockey League comes in, and uh, they take control uh, of this situation. We're in the uh, broadcast booth. Uh, we have to go through the National Hockey League to get up here right now, mm-hmm. even though we're here. Uh, for, so like, That's just the way it works. Uh, uh, the way uh, things uh, operate. Uh, the This is the NHL's event like it is at an All-Star, like it is at a National Hockey League draft. And, and whoever decided to put Alec Martinez and Jonathan Quick uh, together, uh, a stroke of genius, and just watching those two uh, be so comfortable beside each other and answer the questions having won uh, a couple of championships together mm-hmm. in Los Angeles in 2012 and 2014 and Eleven years later, sure, yeah, they're back mm-hmm. and they're sitting beside each other in different roles. <laughs> yep, that's uh, that's obvious mm-hmm. and and recognized, but still ha- have played a part in in getting here. Uh, speaks to their longevity, mm-hmm. uh, but their their veteran leadership and how comfortable are they. I bet you when they got that pairing mm-hmm. and their assignments, they're like, "This is great."
0: Yeah, I I would imagine so. I you know how much. Respect and admiration that Alec Martinez has for Jonathan Quick and and vice versa, and you know you mentioned it right, different roles, different team, obviously from uh, from Los Angeles to Vegas, and uh, Alec Martinez has been such a, a a warrior as as the the phrase would follow him around here for the Golden Knights. He's been a, a, he's had a fantastic year playing alongside Alex Petrangelo, a huge huge part of this team, and then the trade in, in at, at the deadline for Jonathan Quick. Again, we've talked about it. It's massive in the context of if the Golden Knights do not make that trade, I do not think that they win the division. I do not think that they win the conference. And who knows what that path then looks like. So with all of that kind of swirling around, it's got to be awesome for those two guys to get back together in that situation going through another one of these media days for a
2: Stanley Cup final together again. What What do you think of the path that Vegas took? Because there there could be a, a different route mm-hmm. in competition it could have been perceived as tougher but outside of winnipeg which you do get the the eighth seed mm-hmm. the second wild card like edmonton find me somebody that that will tell you that edmonton wouldn't have been the bet the stiffest test in, in the western conference and then dallas the way they've been playing and mm-hmm. and, and we're playing uh, tell me that there was a, a, a bigger challenge coming from from that side it, it there could have been a different path if you don't win the the conference or, mm-hmm. or win the division yeah but i don't think there was an easy path that that got through this the the it wasn't like in the east where teams were coming up against the eighth seed and thought they should have beat them they The Vegas Golden Knights were going through the elite of of the West, especially in in Edmonton uh, in in that second round. Yeah, I mean, I I think the only change probably that
0: I would have seen conceivably in that situation would have been that, Vegas would have opened up round one against the Los Angeles Kings. So the only difference is you insert LA and take out Winnipeg. I still think you would have had to go through Edmonton. I still think you would have had to go through Dallas because I thought Dallas was built to get through the central division in, in the Western conference. And they were, um, so I, I don't know that that's any more difficult than what they were able to do. I think that it's just a different situation, taking mm-hmm. on L.A. versus taking on a Winnipeg.
2: Yeah, I, I just want to make sure that, that, that we evaluate the, the, the path. That if they don't win the division, it would have been uh, an adjusted route, but not necessarily a uh, harder route. Than what they what they had uh, already been assigned even with the number one seed yeah for sure I think it, it depends on how you
0: view the Los Angeles Kings right and, and where you what you thought about Winnipeg kind of going into the series but again outside of all of that the, the the stiffest challenges for the Golden Knights were still going to be Edmonton it was still going to be Dallas and Vegas handled both of those series in
2: six games uh, for Vegas uh, coming into this uh, event today and this this is an event mm-hmm. yeah this is a machine the Stanley Cup final that the National Hockey League rolls out. Uh, you walk into this building and it's it's just different uh, looking at everything that uh, that was presented to us today. Uh, I had a chance to talk to a, a couple of players and even one has been through this a couple of times and another, uh, it was uh, his first uh, test and, and uh, experience uh, with something like this. And they were uh, amazed because this is the first time that has been like this since COVID. Mm. Even last year, there was different uh, things in place that uh, that uh, didn't allow you all the exact uh, experience or access uh, to players. Uh, it, it was uh, borderline overwhelming. It it feels. It, I mean, it is right. Like, and that's
0: one of the things that I would say in just having had six years between the the first one that I covered and this one here today, is that you walk in and you've got the energy, you've got the atmosphere, you start to recognize the pods and and how much media is here, how much is going on around you at every single turn, it becomes daunting. It really does, and and I remember feeling that. You know, six years ago, and and it kind of came back in a familiar way this year, though uh, I would argue it, it felt a little bit more normal, if that makes sense. It is, it is an atmosphere. It is daunting. It is surreal at times, but it, it also felt a little bit different this time around.
2: Both teams went through their final practices today uh, ahead of Game 1 of the Stanley Cup Final, and uh, it was a great uh, showing again today. Uh, There's uh, different restrictions or... Processes uh, to get into City National Arena because it is the Stanley Cup Final. That is for security and uh, uh, the National Hockey League uh, protecting everybody. Uh, magnometers uh, that you have to go through to get inside the building. The bag policy, uh, which is the same at T-Mobile Arena, is in place at City National Arena. But we had a great showing again today. Jam-packed uh, uh, capacity at City National Arena for the Vegas Golden Knights. And uh, I was watching the the players go through uh, the skate and the the. Power Power play work that they, they were fine-tuning uh, today. Uh, no real changes that, that you could notice or dive into. Everybody was on the ice. Everybody was uh, was available and going through it. And it, it struck me that today, today was the last of its kind mm-hmm. for, for both teams. And, and Florida practiced here at uh, uh, T-Mobile Arena. Uh, but the same type of situation where there was some, some fun being had on the ice. Uh, There's uh, some some smiles and joking. Uh, Alec Martinez and uh, William Carlson uh, having some fun on the ice during one particular drill today. And it uh, it really did jump out to me that after that practice today, it becomes the this, this stretch drive. And you'll either be winning or you'll be losing. hmm Uh, you'll be either uh, fully healthy or you're probably going to be banged up. Uh, You'll you'll have adjustments to be made and things to worry about that you don't have to worry about or adjust to today. And then it's over. Mm -hmm. And you're either on the right side of it or you've got uh, uh, questions uh, being uh, asked inside your own head or, or of you uh, about what occurred in, in the Stanley Cup championship uh, uh, year. But today was, was the last sort of stress-free day where things aren't following you around, mm-hmm. good or bad. And you could just go out there and enjoy the moment. It was it was a, a cool moment watching the Golden Knights practice today.
0: Yeah, it's the last opportunity that you have outside of, of you know dealing with the weight of expectations and dealing with the weight of wins and losses. And that's really what it boils down to. Like you get to enjoy the experience of being in the Stanley Cup Final tomorrow you are in the stanley cup final and and everything becomes magnified and and everything that you have worked for to this point is is put on display and you're in the games and that takes over but this is this is a moment to kind of recognize what you've been through what's ahead but trying to enjoy the moment before
2: now i was impressed by the golden knight's uh, attitude and looseness quite frankly on the ice today Everybody, the power play work was crisp and dialed in and it was quick uh, going through the, the two units. It wasn't like they were joking their way through practice. But uh, between drills and uh, off to the side, guys were, were enjoying themselves. And uh, some of the older players uh, leading the way on that or more experienced players leading the way on that. And I, I think that plays a significant Role in in what we're going to to watch is how players are going to be able to handle that experience. I'll give you a great example of being in the moment, being back at the Stanley Cup final, knocking on the door of a championship, but appreciating all of it and leaning into all of it. And that comes from Alex Petrangelo, who I was behind the curtain. Mm -hmm. And he was walking into the the floor where the media day was being held and about to go to his, his place, his stage, his pod. And inside the concourse, there's pictures of all great Stanley Cup moments. Yep. Scattered all over. Mm -hmm. Ray Bork uh, accepting the Stanley Cup. Zidane O'Chara raising uh, the the Stanley Cup. Uh, Sidney Crosby. Stanley Cup moments. Wayne Gretzky uh, going back uh, through uh, the the history of the National Hockey League. And here comes Alex Mm -hmm. walking through the hallway. And he passes a picture of the captain of the St. Louis Blues hoisting the cup in 2019. Mm -hmm. Alex Petrangelo. And he looks up. And he's not too cool to realize that that's a cool moment. Yeah, of course. And were you there? I didn't see him okay. react to it, Okay, no. So so uh, he, he's there. He walks by, and he smiles and points up. And all the equipment guys are there. Johnny, if you're listening, uh, was right there. Uh, Patty Mano uh, is right there. Critter, uh, J-Dub, they, they, they just had a, a group picture of themselves in front of the logo. Uh, they're standing there, and... What does What does Petra Angela do? He pulls out his phone and takes a selfie <laughs> of himself, yeah. and a picture of himself holding the Stanley Cup. Mm-hmm. It was a really neat, cool moment. Now, uh, some guys would be, quite honestly, too cool for school to, to do that. Alex recognized it as being really unique, and why not lean into that?-hmm? And and experience that. So uh, Patty and and Johnny, equipment staff, jump in for for a picture, and uh, I was able to, to snap uh, one uh, of those two taking the picture, and the smiles on everybody's faces mm-hmm. was was spectacular, and, and it just it's a moment because of what it is being media day at the Stanley Cup final, and then you've got. Alex just smiling and a big mural (laughs) behind him of him holding the Stanley Cup. Yeah. And go. it's a message. I love being here. Mm -hmm. It's a neat experience. But I've already done it. I'm on the wall. That's pretty cool in itself. Mm -hmm. The mural of me on on the wall. And I'm holding the Stanley Cup. Yeah. Lean into it.
0: Oh, 100%. Yeah. I, I, I love the fact that he did. Lean into it because I, again, I, you walk into Media Day, and, and that's the first thing that you see. And, and that's just kind of giving a, a little bit of context to the listeners. Like you walk in, the first mural that you are looking at that your eyes meet, it's Alex Petrangelo lifting the Stanley Cup, and he was able to do that as the first St. Louis Blue ever. That is just such a cool moment to to have in your back pocket. It's such a cool moment to look back on to recognize that you know in three weeks that's what it's all about and i I love the fact that he leaned into it and and enjoyed that moment because that's what it's about today
2: enjoy this and he was part of a championship team in st louis and a couple of years later comes up for unrestricted free agency could have easily signed back there went to free agency had his pick of the litter Mm -hmm. and what does he do he comes to vegas because he wants to win jack eichel picks vegas because he wants to win mark stone trade deadline year two has an opportunity to go wherever he wants because he's talking and the extension is is a big part of where he where he wants to uh solidify his future uh for himself and his his family uh and he wants to be able to have that as part of the trade if if they can work out uh the deal with the Ottawa Senators it's a second year franchise
1: mm-hmm.
2: who 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 that's never happened before where you you where you want to go to a second year franchise he wanted to go to the uh Vegas Golden Knights because of that winning history that was a short history but was out of year one and the possibility and the the, uh, optimism about this franchise major additions 2018 Stanley Cup final is a huge part about this franchise and the, the moment that put them really on the map from a competitive standpoint, the story was always going to be there uh, elevated and became so emotional uh, around uh, one October. But uh, from, challenging for a Stanley Cup 2018, put it on the table. But then you, you've – think of the, the stars that you've added mm-hmm. that have come through since then, and and, and you've built it. And now you're, you're back because those players didn't just arrive here, but they wanted to come here. It was part of the exercise of making the Eichel trade happen, uh, making the Stone – Deal happen with the extension, Alex Petrangelo uh, with the with the free agency, and then add uh, Martinez and go on down the list uh, from there.
0: Yeah, I mean, as as much as Vegas is a destination and people want to be here, they want to live here, they want to experience what life is in Vegas. If you're a hockey player, you want to win too, and that's the the other aspect of this is when you look at what the Golden Knights have been able to build in in going to the cup final year one in in having that moment in launching your organization in that way the the only thing that you can do at that point is to try to continue to get better and get better and get better and you've got the belief system in place that you can win in the national hockey league and now you've brought in the pieces that you felt were missing at that moment that that came up three wins short and now you get the opportunity six years later to see if you can find those three extra wins
2: there's some rehearsals taking place. Uh, the uh, TNT set up uh, inside that uh, party suite. Uh, that, uh, I think that's appropriate, uh, given uh, what, we've, what we've seen out of TNT. Those guys had a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, I was just downstairs uh, visiting with my pal Darren Pang uh, for a little while and, uh, and talking about the series and talking about uh, our, our time together. There he is down there, too. Uh, and uh, the CBC, uh, Hockey Night in Canada, is over where I usually broadcast from, is Section 117, but they have expanded the stage considerably. Uh, they're going through uh, their checks ahead of tomorrow, and uh, we have some uh, interviews and uh, content to bring you from media day from the players themselves, and that's all coming up uh, as we continue to broadcast from T-Mobile Arena. Coming up uh, towards uh, 24 hours ahead of the start of the Stanley Cup final, it's Fox Sports Las Vegas.
1: We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. So, you go to a lot of these uh, events, all
2: stars, uh, drafts, different league events, and you get to see a lot of your friends and, and a lot of your uh, colleagues in and around uh, the hockey world. But today was neat. Today was really cool as we broadcast from T-Mobile Arena inside the radio booth. Uh, look, coming up on 24 hours before the start of the Stanley Cup playoff. Today they're in our town. Mm-hmm. Today they're in our backyard for the biggest moment of the Stanley Cup playoffs. The start of game one uh, of the championship series. And it, it, it was really cool to have them here because of the success of our team. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's really cool
0: when when everything comes through your backyard, and you know you liken it to the the All Star Game two seasons ago for the Vegas Golden Knights and and how the hockey world descended upon Vegas there. But now everyone's back, and, and it's it's increased to to me tenfold because the Golden Knights have gotten themselves right back to where they want to be, and that's the Stanley Cup Final. You're one of two.
2: Yeah, the people that I've worked with forever people that uh, I know from the National Hockey League who are uh, great acquaintances of mine. Mm-hmm. And, and they're talking about the city and what's going on and where they should go. And it's just a, a real sense of pride. And uh, I, that, uh, that was really something that uh, jumped out at me personally uh, today. There's going to be an event tonight that's uh, going to take place in Las Vegas that uh, is beyond what they have ever experienced on the Las Vegas Strip. It is a coming together of this community, and it really uh, sort of follows into what I was just talking about uh, with, with the pride uh, of our community. From 8 to 9 tonight, uh, nearly every hotel and casino or resort property on the entire city will be displaying on the marquee a little Good Luck Golden Knights message mm-hmm. uh, for a full hour. It's an incredible coming together and uh, bonding uh, between the city and, and this team. So if you're out and about tonight and you see the marquee uh, that's happening uh, tonight between uh, between 8 and 9 tonight, and it's going to be uh, awesome. It's uh, a great partnership between the Golden Knights. It's a great uh, show of support uh, from our community. It's uh, one of the biggest collective shows of support that the LVCVA has, has ever seen. So that that's neat. All the marquees mm-hmm. uh tonight, uh in and around uh the the valley, uh, showing that good luck, Golden Knights. And that's that's another example of how big this is because there's big events here every week. Mm-hmm. We know that. Yep. But this is city wide, valley wide that that we're seeing this.
0: It's civic pride and it's it's for the Vegas Golden Knights and you know I, I love to see that. I think it's uh uh, really cool showing and, and a united front and for a, a Golden Knights team that has done, uh, you know, a remarkable job of, of of understanding this community, ingraining themselves in this community. I, I think it's pretty awesome to see that, that uh, we're going to have an hour on the awesome. dedicated to this hockey club as they, they embark on the Stanley Cup final.
2: Yeah, Aria, Bellagio, uh, MGM Grand, uh, New York, New uh- York. Uh, we get the Link, uh, Paris, uh, go on down the list. And, uh, there's so many. Uh, Fremont uh, Street Experience, the Orleans, uh, Gold Coast, like uh, all different places, all different uh, mm-hmm. resorts. Uh, seizures uh, involved in this, Harris. Uh, awesome stuff. And you know, we thank you very much uh, for your support. Uh, the Strat, uh, Westgate, uh, and uh, Las Vegas Ballpark, uh, wonderful wonderful stuff uh happening uh red rock uh, as well so uh cool cool thing to, to come your way all pointing towards game one of the stanley cup final and uh, the vegas golden knights uh, into their second championship series reaching the final four uh, three times in six years and the uh, owner bill foley said playoffs in three cup and six overachieved on the first part and right on schedule for the second, here is Captain Mark Stone.
0: I'm not so sure if they're here to finish what they started,
1: if it's just they want to
0: win. You know,
2: these guys want to win, man. Uh, everybody
1: in this organization wants to win. Uh, the owner stated that he wants to win uh, badly, and he's, I mean, you can see we've spent to the salary cap. Uh, we've added
0: players, like not just not just players. We've added top-end players, we've added number one defenseman a couple years ago. Right? We're number one center last year. Like, we're adding... Key pieces, it, you know, throughout the time that we've been here, and um, yeah, you look at those guys; they just want to win, man. Um, Marshall, so Carlson, Smith, those guys—they'll uh, do anything it takes. And, you know, McNabb, Theodore, those guys, they, I mean, they're almost like all play together. And, and Carrier is just a uh, killer drive.
1: I don't know. I think it's everybody on this team just wants to win. And those guys, uh, on one. It's hard to, to say if they unfinished business. I, I don't think that's it. I think that every year we come into the season here, we want to win the Stanley Cup.
0: So. Oh, for sure. Um, those are the guys that created the culture here. it's uh, made it so great. They it so great to work. But we've added, you know, I,
1: like I said, we, we had a great players. We had guys with one, two, Stevenson, Trans, those mm-hmm. Tina's won. He had a quick this year. He's won Kessel. Kessel won two Stanley Cups. These guys have been around it. Um, I think it's important. Um, it's
0: is
2: it the be all end all, no, no, it's not.
0: But it is important. Thanks.
2: Captain Mark Stone uh, talking about the blend between the guys that got it off on the right foot, uh, in particular the Misfits, uh, who went to that Stanley Cup final in 2018, and then. The additions and big-time additions with winning history uh, on, on the back end uh, with uh, the Martinez and the Petrangelos and uh, Chandler Stevenson, who has won. Phil Kessel, who hasn't played, uh, but is certainly a part of this team and in, in and around this group uh, on a daily basis, adding his experience. And Jonathan Quick, uh, uh, also in that group.
0: Yeah, the, the thing that struck me for from Mark is that you, know, you, you start to think about 2018 you think about the idea of unfinished business and, and i love the the aspect uh, to what he said about it, it's not so much that it's just that this is the opportunity in front and these are the guys that want to win everybody wants to win you talk about it from an organizational perspective i think there's certainly extra motivation if you are the likes of william carlson john of the marshes so riley smith will carry a brayden mcnab shea theodore uh, you were there You've been through this as a member of the Vegas Golden Knights. You want to deliver this for not only this franchise, but this city. But the fact of the matter is, everyone's pulling on the same rope here. Everybody wants to win just as badly as, as anyone else. And I think that that's the atmosphere and the and the mindset that you've got to have going into this series.
2: And I think that the two scenarios, 2018 and 2023, are drastically different. Yep. 2018, it was a party And it was a ride, and we were enjoying every moment of it. In 2023, it's about winning. And it's about hoisting that Stanley Cup and raising a banner at the end and getting uh, a ring uh, on on your hand to celebrate the uh, culmination of a goal and a vision uh, by the owner. But the expectations in
1: 2018
2: were not necessarily a championship to start. It grew into that, mm-hmm. but you enjoyed that moment. And even after a great regular season in 2017, 2018, nobody expected a march to the final. And it it gained momentum, and you got there. But even when you got there, you wanted to win. You hoped that it would win, but it wasn't a disappointment. Massive disappointment that you lost. And everybody, I say that uh, uh, with all due respect. You were sad that you didn't win.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You were disappointed you, you didn't beat the Washington Capitals. But it didn't undo the run or the story. This is This is still very much a business trip and a business journey. For the Vegas Golden Knights, uh, the, the 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 journey to this has been in, interesting. The nastiness against Edmonton, uh, the lead that uh, got chewed into against Dallas, but it all it's it's all just a f- backstory compared to what lies ahead in 2018. The journey was the story. Mm-hmm. Now, the story is still four wins away. Yeah, yeah, I
0: don't, I don't disagree with that. I, I think you were on a ride a, in 2018, and the Golden Knights were on a ride. And you, you get to the final, you say, oh, "Well, we might as well win it, right?" And yeah, and, and that's where your your mindset's at. You you get to this point here with this iteration of the Golden Knights, you expect to be here, you want to be here, um, and you you're not looking at it as, oh, "Well, we're here we might as well win." The expectation is. We're coming for four wins. That's what we want. That's all that's acceptable.
2: They enjoyed 2018. Getting to this stage in 2023 is where they expected to be. Mm -hmm. And they want to be four wins deeper. People could look around in 2018 and even in defeat say, That was a hell of a run, man. Mm -hmm. That was incredible. That will be part of this city forever. The journey doesn't matter this time.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. It's about what's going to happen in the next two weeks with this team. Win or lose, there's some good things that have happened. But do not get me wrong that this is about four more wins, which is a little bit different than what we witnessed uh, in 2018, and they've added the experience that uh, people that know how to close it out and finish it off uh, to help them get to that place that that they want to go. And I don't want anybody to uh, misunderstand uh, or think that I'm not appreciative of what happened in 2018. I am. It's just you're at a you're not a, a franchise. Another team's come in since then. Believe it or not. From from being the expansion team going to the to the Stanley Cup final, uh, you're you're at a much different place in your life as as a franchise now than you were in 2018.
0: I, I don't I don't have anything you know to to kind of push back on that. I I think you're you're right on the money in that. You had a great run. It was fantastic. It would have been storybook if you would have gotten those extra three wins but the fact of the matter is no matter what happened in that series you were always going to look at that season for the Golden Knights as a success in this moment it's successful with four more wins
2: Vegas Golden Knights and the Florida Panthers will battle in Game 1 of the Stanley Cup Final. First one ever on uh, TNT uh, on the television side. And, of course, we'll have it for you on Fox Sports Las Vegas, the uh, radio home of the Vegas Golden Knights with Dan Duva and Gary Lawless on the call and Ryan Wallace uh, hosting the pregame and the intermission and the postgame. And I'm sure everybody's excited about uh, talking to Ryan after Game 1 and what the conversation will be. Uh, we hope it'll be a joyous... Uh, victory uh, in the opener of this series as we wait to see these teams uh, feel each other out they've met in a couple of occasions of so both uh, significant i've got some stats for you between these clubs uh, to give you an hour number two we'll set it up for you as we continue from the uh, radio booth at t-mobile arena high above ringside on fox sports las vegas
1: this is the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Now back to Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. Hey, if I wanted to give something away
2: right now, Ryan, which number should people call? Call number nine. 702
0: 876 1340.
2: All right. So if, uh, I want to give you, say, a two foot sub from Porta Sub, your neighborhood sandwich shop, if you're caller number nine right now. Just out of the goodness of our hearts, we're going to do that. But if you are caller number nine, We will also put your name in the ballot box for a chance to win two tickets to Game 2 of the Stanley Cup Final on Monday, 876-1340, area code 702. Call now, be caller number 9. And when we continue, our number 2 will feature plenty more reaction from Media Day. You'll hear from uh, a few more players as well as some inside numbers regarding The start of this series, which may feel better about where the Vegas Golden Knights stand or may feel a little bit different about the Florida Panthers being able to compete on this grand stage. I'll give you both the uh, benefit and the doubt uh, side of things between these two hockey clubs. The Florida Panthers back in the Stanley Cup final for the second time but first occasion since 1996 and the Golden Knights uh, on this moment for the second time in franchise history which is into its sixth year. It's the VGK Insider Show, hour number two, coming up on Fox Sports Las Vegas. (music)